you are listening to The Bard. You are listening to The Bard Podcast. What up, Chex? That was utterly delicious. What's going on, man? Did you hear my joke? No. Oh. I said that was utterly delicious, and I was referring specifically. Break it up a little. We might need to redo this. Hold on. It appears my Wi-Fi is terrible. Are you calling from a hut in Tahiti? It's always so annoying because I've honestly, you know, I've traveled a lot, and I've had friends who've traveled a lot, and it always seems that something like the African bush has much better service than, for example, Time Warner Cable. And it's so, it's always so frustrating because how, how is that possible? That's a good question. Uh, We will have a representative from Time Warner on the next pod to answer that. So listeners, if you have any questions as well, please feel free to submit those. Yeah. The situation needs to be rectified. I was making a joke. I said, that was delicious or whatever I said, because the introduction has not been changed. And, oh, and yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's only been what, two weeks. I think you're fine. I don't it, think... uh, it's been like two months. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well at this point, I think people are fine with the crickets, but uh, yeah, no, no need to devote any time to this subject, which has been beaten like a dead horse. It'll happen soon. But It'll maybe give soon. give the listeners uh, some reasons why. What's been going on? What's been keeping you so busy? We actually talked for like the first time off the pod, a, little, a couple G chats and a couple texts back and forth, which was a little weird um, to have that offline communication. But uh, yeah, I feel like you might have something to share with the people. Well, I always feel I kind of feel bad sometimes when I have some news, but then I say, "Yeah, well, this could be good fodder for a conversation," and I want to hold it back from you. I haven't been updating uh, the introduction of the podcast. One, because every time I see my family, I forget to do it. But I am actually babysitting. Carly and I are babysitting this weekend, this upcoming weekend. It's my mother's birthday. And she and my stepfather are going out of state. They are headed somewhere. I don't even know where. And as part of the gift we have offered to babysit for the weekend. Well, that's pretty nice. So, yeah. I mean, offered or were coerced into it. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure, but we will be doing that, and I will have time to get the appropriate reads. And I am hopeful, especially with my little brother, that we'll, get, we'll be able to get some good sound because he's definitely he's a comedic little fella. Well, don't, don't give people too much. I'm not. No, 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 I'm not. But I, I just wanted to say that my mom sent me a photo yesterday of he had done something for his whatever second grade class and he had to write all the members of his family. And my eldest brother's name's Aiden, but I've called him Gary now for like five or six years. And, <laughs> and Jack wrote on his family tree, he just wrote Gary. <laughs> so I feel like he's, he follows in the footsteps. Sure. But, but, you know, the big news, well, 
really what's been taking up so much of my time is just all these interviews. And we talked, I think, a couple of podcasts back about how, I mean, how to like manage my time when I am busy all the time just trying to get a new job, you know, up, applying for jobs, interviewing for jobs. That's currently my full-time job, and I'm putting a lot of time and a lot of effort to it. And it hasn't been for naught. We can celebrate because this morning I accepted an offer. Very, very exciting. Now, we're not going to go into details of the specific company, but this was the one where you went in, what, 13 times, 13 different interviews amongst the the 50 different people there? My conversations with them started on June 21st, which is probably around the time that we started the podcast. And I met with 14 different people over the course of that time. Wow. And, you know, I guess... It was, it was worth it. And I had gone into this process saying I wanted to make sure that I ended up in the right place and that I ended up with the right people doing what I wanted to do. And I'm excited. I'm really excited. The people there are great. Uh, I've got some great clients, uh, some very reputable names. And I'll be honest, no sponsors of the podcast yet, though they may happen sooner rather than later. Looking forward to it. That's, I mean, that's a great, uh, great piece to come into a pitch with, you know, just, you also have the opportunity to advertise on the barn podcast. You may not even have to present anything in addition to that. (laughs) You can just drop that, drop the mic and walk out. Well, that is traditionally my lead also. I, you know, I, for a while I had been sending around a resume and then I just decided, well, what's the point? And I just started sending out links to download this podcast and Boy, did the invitations to interview plummet. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Good. So when when is the start date? The start date is Monday. Oh, wow. Jumping right in. I love it. Well, you've yeah. been off for a little while, so I think you're probably ready to, to get back in. Well, candidly, I'm very excited. I'm very, very excited. I feel like I've been really itching uh, to get back to work, and especially since Carly's been back at work at school I feel like every day I'm just like okay well what do I do now like I know that I need to keep applying but this is no longer fun yeah and I'm ready I feel like I it's going to be weird it's going to be an adjustment for me I haven't been in an office consistently in about 20 months which is pretty insane the working remotely thing I hope hasn't really thrown me off my game too much but ideally it just ends up being a a natural transition back to good things. Yeah. And I think we've talked about it on the, on the pod before, but I think you're going to love just the human connection and all the relationships that you're going to have. It's going to be a lot of fun. You'll probably miss a little of the, the freedom that comes with working remotely. You know, you can work from kind of anywhere at any time and mm-hmm. it's a, a little bit more comfortable, but I think you will, uh, you'll dive right back in and I think it's going to be great. So very excited for you. Great great news to start off the pod with and uh that leads me to another point one of our one of our faithful listeners uh on after the last pod uh let me know that you asked uh, how school is going for missy i neglected to ask the same question for carly how is she liking her new (laughs) school and adjusting to that (laughs) well thanks Uh, she'll be excited to hear that question um i think it's been great for her truthfully uh, we came from 
Boston, obviously, and the school systems are just very different. Um, the It appears or it seems through the first month or so that a lot of her students are at a higher uh, reading level, a higher math level. I don't really know how that stuff is judged exactly, but she loves it. Tonight was back to school night and, you know, things are going well. It's also fun being in New York. I won't give any details, any specifics, but um, we were watching the Emmys last week and the primetime Emmys mm-hmm. and, you know, we're sitting down and the chief starts to freak out and I'm like, what's going on? Are you okay? And apparently one of the kids in her class, uh, that kid's father won an Emmy and just went up and was on TV and she hits, you know, just said, Oh, I, I just met that guy two days ago. And so I think it's a cool thing because here th- there's a much higher chance of running into a quote unquote celeb. And it's kind of fun every time you walk down the street, because you never know who you're going to bump into. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I heard though, while we're talking about uh, hearing things, which we are talking about, uh, you also had some good news at work. Yeah, this is basically turning into a 45-minute humble brag between the two of us, just <laughs> talking about our good fortunes. But uh, yeah, I was—I uh, had applied for a uh, position opened up, uh, a promotion, and there were uh, only two candidates, and, uh, and one of them passed away. One of them, uh, <laughs> one of them, yeah, is uh, no longer has a pulse, so it was given to me. No. Um, this was depending on when this launches and if there's anyone at my, at my work, who's listening, you're not supposed to know until next Monday, but, uh, I did get a a promotion, which is pretty cool. Uh, didn't even have to interview it for it because, uh, my reputation, I guess, uh, was, was good enough and the work I had done. So that was pretty cool. Um, but it'll be my first role actually managing people. Wow. Uh, Been, you know, I've been in a senior role before where people kind of, you know, come to you with, uh, questions that they have about the position and, and whatnot and, you know, strategy questions and, and how to go about things, but not actually responsible for their, you know, approving their PTO and their and their sick leave and doing their reviews and all that and uh, going to them with any kind of HR problems or them coming to me rather. So it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, if I like that part of the job. Um, yeah. I kind of knew, you know, that's a big focus of it coming in, being being a lead of, of a team. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be really cool. It'll be a great, uh, great experience and uh, yeah, excited to see how that, that pans out. A lot of my day yes. won't change too much, um, but, uh, yeah, I'll have that additional part uh, on my plate. So, yep, that starts Monday, and uh, hopefully there'll be a little pay raise uh, that goes along with that. So have to negotiate, have to negotiate that this week, but uh, – I think I'll go to you with some some questions since I know that uh, worked out well for you. Yeah, of course. And Mazel Tov to you. Good you Could you think that you're because you said oh, I've never managed people before, but I've definitely been on some softball teams where you ran the ship. Do you kind of feel like that will help play into your role as a an actual people manager in the real world? Absolutely not, because uh, as we've told the story on the pod, one of the uh, least successful manager that couldn't even get you off the pitcher's mound when you were getting bombed. <laughs> yeah, but maybe you can use that to your benefit. You can say, oh, well, I'm not going to approach it by saying, hey, Kate, we're going to need to pull you, but rather, how would you like to approach the situation? 
maybe there's a there's a lesson to be learned i'll i will dig deep and see how i can apply that situation to my upcoming uh my upcoming uh performance here cool well we should think about it um i mean i think we have been thinking about it we've been talking about it a lot and we're here on the podcast we probably recorded last one week maybe 10 days ago i forget what it was but our last episode was 52 minutes. I think that's what we went to air with. And I'd say that was pretty long. I think that people like a little bit of a more digestible chunk. Um, would you say that that's fair from what you've heard? The feedback has definitely been keep it on the, on the shorter side, not because it's not good content, but just um, like you said, a little bit more digestible. I think the reason last one went so long is we started talking a little fantasy at the end and it really really just started taking off because that's one of our mutual shared interests. Yes, agree. And and we talked about it a little bit and think that we can probably dedicate some specific time, maybe do a bonus podcast episode where we talk specifically about sports. So maybe we can keep the chatter a little bit to a minimum at the end of this one. And hopefully we can keep it within maybe the 30-ish minute time range and make sure that we're keeping all of our listeners close. Love it. Love it. Cool. Well, I also, the other thing that we talked about, and I feel like it's a great idea, is let's have some segments. Let's make, I think we're up to episode 10, perhaps. This might be either episode 9 or episode 10. And I feel like we've established enough of a rhythm where basically a lot of our podcasts end up just kind of being catch-ups but i think with regularity the hopeful regularity that will come over the next couple months uh ideally we can have something in the form of segments something that fans can listen to listeners can can appreciate and come back to and i don't really know what they those will be i think we've been tossing around some ideas but do you have any comments on where those should go no, I, I, we've been talking about this offline, and I think uh, it'll be good to, to have some things that we do on a little bit more of a regular basis. Maybe we do some things every show or every pod. Maybe some are, you know, once in, once in a while, maybe every other. So we'll, uh, we'll start racking our brains. But if you have any ideas of, you know, things, little gimmicks that we can do and, and make things more fun for you to listen to, more entertaining, always happy to, uh, to oblige our audience. Yeah, let us know. The one that I've been mentioning to you, which I want to talk about now, if you'll allow, is I've heard this on another podcast, but it's basically a love and a hate. And I don't like to use the word hate because I feel like it's it's a strong word. It comes with a lot of gravitas. And I think we could talk about things that we strongly dislike. But I want to tell you one thing that I was thinking the other day that I absolutely loved, if you'll allow me. Oh, please go ahead. So, are you a bar soap guy or a or a I don't know bottle soap guy? Are we talking for what, just washing hands? Or are we talking shower? Full body shower. Uh, I am not a bar soap guy. You should know this. We shared a shower for a year. That's yeah, true. I'm a pretty one track mind though. Once once I get in there, so you're maybe like an Old Spice body wash. Yeah, I do. Uh, I, I'm a Dove for Men uh, body wash, and then I have that uh, that you know fl- fluffy sc- uh, sponge. 
uh, otherwise known as a loofah. I thought loofah has to have like a stick. Um, I don't know. We can maybe fact check that, but I, I think a loofah is more of just a general sponge-esque uh, object used to <laughs> clean the body. Okay. Well, so you might not love this as much as I do, being a a body wash guy, but I'm I'm definitely a bar soap guy, and this may be polarizing, but I'm a direct to skin bar soap guy, and. You know, I I lather appropriately. I make sure that I get good and clean. But sometimes the bar soap can get a little bit slippery. And I absolutely love if ever I'm lathering up and the bar soap kind of slips out of my hand. If I can catch that bar soap before it hits the ground, I feel so accomplished. I absolutely, absolutely love it. And I'm all smiles the rest of the day. That gives you an entire day of happiness. Yes, because it kind of there's there's one of two ways that situation can go. It's you the, the soap slips, hits the floor, and you say, "Oh great, now it's hit the floor. Now it's potentially gross, but also I need to reach down, pick it up, start my process again, and who knows what that can mean for the day." Or it slips. There's a moment where opera starts playing in the background and out of nowhere either the same hand or the other hand just absolutely claws it your routine resumes and then the rest of the day is great because you're saying oh man i did i did well today (laughs) i'm i'm very excited that that gives you such pleasure i was thinking (laughs) what could i use for mine this week and it kind of feels like it's uh, somewhat similar in that it's a little thing, but if it's done right, it's a, it's a good feeling. And this is something that you are probably not as familiar with, although you did have a car for a short while in Boston. But other than that, you are pretty much a bike and, and public transportation guy. Uh-huh. When you are parallel parking, especially like in the city downtown where it's busy, and on the first try, you just absolutely nail it. You get in there nice. perfect. You don't have to adjust at all. It's just one and done. It feels like a million bucks. And you get out of the car, you have a smile on your face. It's a good feeling. And there are probably people who are standing around you. They're looking. They're waiting for you to either succeed or fail miserably. And you're the guy who comes in there and does one try. Maybe doesn't even adjust on the, on the front turn. No. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. There's people that are probably recording it for for uploading to YouTube to show people. There's people clapping. There's babies, uh, you know, babies crying joyfully. Like it's a, it's a great experience. It yes. Doesn't happen yeah. all that often, but when it does, phenomenal. I'm. We're actually we do still have the vehicle, our vehicle, and are planning to get rid of it next weekend. We're driving up to Cape Cod and we're going to leave it there. But once we you're are just, done... You're just going to abandon it or do you plan on selling it? Well, we're going to light it on fire. <laughs> we, uh, Carly's parents have a place there, and so we're just going to leave it there for them to use whenever they're around. That's cool. But, yeah, but we, um, we have to bring it to the city uh, next week, and so I have to find places to park it Monday through Friday. And While I'm you're working. Say, well, I think I'm going to try to find a space that I can just hopefully keep it for, if not five days, like two or three days at a time, 
and then move it after work. Gotcha. Are there, I, I feel like the city would be even in some of the residential neighborhoods where it's like, you know, two hour, two hour parking, or is it everywhere is just like, if it's residential, then you can just park there for the day type thing. The streets are pretty flexible. Um, they don't require permits or anything and they're not two hour parking. However, there are alternate side of the street sweeping rules. Ugh. So, and I'm in fact currently fighting the New York City Department of Transit because when I when we moved in here, we got a ticket. Though I did not feel the street signage was appropriate for that type of ticket. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. They will do like Tuesday and Friday. You can't park on the left side of the street from eleven to twelve thirty and so on so they're like odd hours but you can theoretically then park there tuesday night wednesday wednesday night thursday thursday night and then move it friday morning or so on yeah i remember the first place i lived in san francisco is in upper Haight, and i had my car there even though i didn't drive it a ton and it was it was like that where all different parts of the neighborhood were different days it was only one day they wouldn't sweep multiple times a week but it was the the feeling like if you found a spot wednesday night after street sweeping wednesday and you didn't have to move it for the entire week like that was oh man that was winning the lottery right there i bet i bet i want to tell you when i was 17 years old i took my driver's test to get my license i may have been less than 17 years old i think i was 16 and change anyway the day that i took my driver's test was a huge snowstorm schools were canceled my school was canceled but the driving test still went on and i remember vividly having one of the worst parallel parks of my life it was miserable i was feet from the curb however I still passed. I probably aced the exam because the snow had piled up so high. There was actually no telling where the curb was. And so the instructor decided to give me the the green light. And I've never really recovered from that. I feel like, unfortunately, I've tried and tried and tried, but my parallel parking has never been perfect. So one day I hope to feel just the exact jubilation that you were describing before. Please let me know. Send me a, a text or uh, a tweet using the hashtag lost car Deadpool 2. <laughs> the, using the hashtag perfectly parallel parked car. Absolutely. Hey, real quick, uh, word from our sponsor. Have a couple today. First, yes. uh, the show FBI from the uh, executive producer of Law and Order, Dick Wolf, comes out with a new series, FBI, uh, tonight on CBS. It's going on right now if you're on the East Coast, but you won't be uh, listening <laughs> to this until tomorrow at the very earliest. So catch that, uh, catch that on demand. Make sure to DVR it. Uh, FBI on CBS from executive producer Dick Wolf. So you're telling me right now. FBI on CBS on the DVR. Absolutely. Well, no, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to uh, on demand it the first time, and then uh, uh, on the VOD. If you're on the EST, the East Coast. I see what you did there. I don't know. I'm just trying to use letters that feel like they're appropriate. So FBI, FBI. that's fun. I was actually walking down the street earlier today, 
and there was a huge poster. I think I may have walked by the CBS production studios and there was a huge poster for the for FBI, FBI the, the show. show. And I was a little confused, truthfully, because it didn't say FBI was the name. It just showed the two main characters with their FBI vests on. <laughs> so that may be a little confusing. We will we'll relay that information back to CBS. But so Dick Wolf also he's he's jumping NBC. Is Law and Order NBC? I guess so. Yeah. All I'm pretty sure all of the Law and Orders, which there must be like four or five at this point. I interested. I'm not a big Law and Order guy myself, so I don't know. You're not a big guy? No. Well, uh, regarding Law and Order, do you know who Lizzie Borden was? The name sounds very familiar. I I do saw a quick a Google search. Do a quick Google one, I'll tell you. I watched a film today because I'm on vacation now for the next three days, so I figured, hey, what the heck? Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely I definitely know who this is. It's a it's a woman who in the late nineteen excuse me, late eighteen hundreds was charged with murder of her mm-hmm. father and her stepmother. Though was ultimately acquitted and no one was ever retried for the murder. And she inherited a ton of money and a very interesting film. I, I saw it a lot. It was called Lizzie. I saw it uh, at, I don't know, a landmark movie theater. But for those interested in seeing it, I, I would recommend. What's great is I did this search. I'm, did, I'm guessing maybe Christina Ricci played her in the movie. Not in this movie, though. I believe she did one a made-for-TV because I also Googled it earlier today. Gotcha. Because, you know, when you search for something on Google and they'll say people also searched for – and the people that come up are John Wayne Gacy, Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy, Richard Ramirez, and then Christina Ricci. So it's a bunch of, like, serial killers <laughs> and criminals and then Christina Ricci is hanging out. Well, wasn't she friends with Casper? So maybe she just, like – it's people who are haunted by demons. Uh, that that could be that could be the connection. Very good thought there. Thanks. I've been really into ghost adventures recently. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right. Who else? Who else we got? We are also sponsored by Lululemon. Oh, big time! Lululemon in style and on schedule, no matter the weather. Check out what's new online by going to shop.lululemon. Dot com. Our technical gear has you covered so you can keep your mind on your moves. Wrinkle-free collection, sweat-wicking fabric. Go to shop.lululemon.com for some deals today. So pretty pretty good uh, sponsors here. A CBS yeah. show and Lululemon. And Lululemon, I'm very curious to know what is the partnership? To, what do the listeners get? If you go into Lululemon with an actual lemon and mention the Barn Podcast, you will get a crazy look from the cashier <laughs> at Lululemon. That's not bad. Not bad. And at all. I'm just reading here too. And you'll be able to buy a pair of yoga pants for ninety eight dollars. That's pretty good. I can't really wear any Lululemon because it, none of it fits. I, I don't think I've ever tried, but it's I know it's quite comfortable and people do enjoy it. Very expensive, though. Very expensive. I Do you know where Lululemon gets the name Lululemon from? 
I should know this because in school I did a project on Lululemon, like a case study, and I went in depth in it. And the only thing that I can really remember is that they do leadership training with their managers, which is basically a uh, a brainwashing retreat. Mm. So it's very cultish. But no, I don't remember where Lululemon came from. Interesting regarding the cult. Uh, I will tell you, the founder of Lululemon had done a lot of work overseas and came to find out that a lot of people in certain Asian countries were counterfeiting U.S. goods because that's what that's what people do. And a lot of people in those markets would want to buy the U.S. products. And it, it was very easy for them to just rip off the products so they were actually getting cheaper varieties of the same thing now in a lot of those languages the letter l actually doesn't translate so he made this brand that was l heavy so that when people bought it they had to be buying the original the barn podcast come for the funny takes and get some uh, history lessons on your favorite clothing stores while you're here. Yeah, basically we're a Wikipedia. We're a moderately humorous Wikipedia. We actually, Jay, we went to a improv show on Friday night. Very nice. And I got a little itch. The, the, the bug is back? I think so. I think I want to give it a little time. But... Also, we went to UCB, which obviously has the name, and it's potentially scary, right? It's a tough, it's a tough space to walk into and just feel like you can handle it. Uh, for the listeners who are not familiar with improv, UCB is Upright Citizens Brigade. It is home to uh, quite a few famous uh, comedians that have gone on to make it big, most notably some Saturday Night Live alums. I believe uh, Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, a couple others. Amy Poehler was one of the founders, for sure. Uh, I don't know if Tina Fey did it, but but most recently, Abby and Alana from Broad City were UCB grads. And I think it's definitely the creme de la creme. And New York City is a city, the comedy scene, and really the acting scene, etc., is much stronger than it is in San Francisco. Or much more abundant, I'd say. Maybe not stronger, necessarily, but... So I'm excited to maybe break into it, but I think it's going to take me a little time. Well, very cool. We uh, can't wait to hear the updates on that as it progresses. Uh, yeah, I haven't uh, haven't really thought of getting back into it myself, but uh, maybe maybe your reemergence into improv will get me to uh, to think about it again. Maybe we'll just do some scenes here on the pod. Yeah, that would be really boring for a lot of people. People would have no clue what was going on. No. Though, have you guys given any thought to when you may be able to make it east? Not sure. I know I have to go for work at some point. uh, And when I do, it really just depends on when the client uh, moves moves into their new offices and has new production space. Um, They're pretty tied up with that now. So whenever that Uh happens... Um, I can uh, go visit my client there, which I can then make into uh, a longer trip to New York. Um, but uh, other than that, I'm not sure. From what I've heard, though, New York is really 
it's like it's perfect for about three weeks, three to four weeks, and probably right around now in the September time frame. And then again in May, and then the rest of the year, it's either way too hot or way too cold. <laughs> well, depends who you ask, but I'd say that's probably pretty accurate. So we'll see you in May. Yeah. No, try to come soon. In fact, we've had, uh, we've had one overnight guest. Tomorrow, we are having our first friends for dinner, for like a proper dinner. Very adult. Yeah. And it still, things are coming along. We just... This past weekend, we bought a plant. Uh, what we hung our television, which is nice. What's on the menu for tomorrow? Is is Carly going to make some uh, potato leek soup? Yeah, she wishes. Um, no, in fact, I need to say something. This is I want to get on the record here. She has been cooking the past couple weeks, and I know I absolutely was not a fan of her potato cheddar soup. Potato cheddar. It's it, it was a it was a difficult time in in the culinary career of my partner. However, she's been great recently. We've we went to the New York Public Library together. We got a cookbook. We went through it page by page and we've just been making things from the cookbook and they have varied. They have to have different meats, different vegetables different, you know, whatever, rices, starch, different pastas, etc. And everything's been great. Tomorrow, I don't know exactly what she's planning to cook. I think it might be, it might be a, like, baked ziti or, Ooh, or something. Yeah. But we went, we got some good ingredients. We got some good veg to go along with it. I, I got some cheese and whatever that thing's called, this, uh, what the heck is that thing called? What's the charcuterie that everyone likes? It's like salted ham. I have no idea. Prosciutto. Oh, prosciutto, yeah. It's not really ham, but sure. I think it is. Isn't it? Listeners, let us know. How dumb are we? I think it's ham. But anyway, so things are good. Yeah, I guess it is. It's ham. Nice. Thank you. Uh, do we have any more sponsors? I think we have, we should have one more before we wrap. Well, that's that's great that you think we should have one, but uh, we don't. So You, we... you promised last week. You were like, well, we're loading up next week. Well, yeah, we had two today. That's pretty good. All right. Well, I feel like that's mildly disappointing to our wallets. Well, Let's... I just want to say, I think we should probably wrap up here at the 35-minute mark, testing out this new shorter format. I just want to say, we're not going to talk sports, but I have two words for you. Yeah. Pat, Pat Mahomes. I think Pat I nailed, Mahomes. I think I nailed that one. That's, well, sure. You liked him after week one. He's been great for week two and week three. I don't want to talk sports, but I do want to ask you one question. We've been wrong three weeks in a row. Who you got this week? Walker Cousins. I think I think I'm gonna go Cousins. Okay, I'm gonna go Luck. The no, I don't. Is, I I want to be on the same page. I want to be miserable with you or ecstatic with you. Well, Cousins is going against the number one passing defense on Thursday night. Yes, but they are without their top two cornerbacks. <sighs> Akib Talib and Marcus Peters both out. So factor that in. Granted, he's still going to be pressured a ton. 
because they have a good pass rush with Adnamik and Sue and Aaron Donald. Here we are talking sports when we said no we'll, sports. Let's let's, let's let's take we'll take this offline. Yeah, let's catch up tomorrow night because that'll be Wednesday, and we'll be closer to Thursday. Sounds good. Well, good catching up, and uh, yeah, we'll definitely talk offline here before your big day Monday. But great to hear all of your successes, and uh, thanks to all our listeners. Yes, listeners, rate, review, hashtag Lost Claw, whatever it is, hashtag Lost Car Deadpool Two. We monitor that closely, and we're excited to hear good things from all our fans. Actually, the week you can also donate to the podcast which we haven't talked about yet but if anyone wants you can give us money on on the anchor app so or you can just venmo yo i'm not gonna give out my venmo that's no dude did i tell you two people venmoed me by accident the other day that's never happened to me before what happens when that happens can they take it back they can't take it back i they haven't requested it yet but i got 38 free bucks wow that's pretty nuts i know i feel like the the human being in me knows I need to send it back. I just haven't. I want to see how long it'll last, but it's a cool feeling. It was a cool feeling. I was like, this is the lottery. It's like I'm parallel parking in a proper space. There you go. All right. Anyway, good talk. All right. I will uh, catch you soon. All right. Later, bro. Yep. Oh, I'm so anxious.